Yes. It is our voices you're hearing, folks. It is Luke Buckley, and it is Joe Marino sitting across from me, and and uh, me across from him. Back for the first time. I, 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 we have to when. Okay, when we go to upload this after the show, that will be when the first time we see like what the last time we recorded was. It's been too long. But it's been way too. We've long. got some explaining to do. We have explaining to do. Okay, listen. Um. I uh I had sorry adjusting my volume here. Um I had been doing some reporting help and like traffic reporting um at work uh for uh WBEN. Uh, Big shot. I had worked 17 days straight. So you can imagine the difficulties of trying to get here and recording um and everything else that comes with living life let's not forget i have a job too and yes joe has a job as well i you just got promoted yeah yeah kind of i saw i got a pseudo promotion a pseudo promotion proud of you for that thank you thank Um, you a quick ascension there uh and well uh no it's just been thank you folks for 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 bearing with us uh we hope you're still out there we hope so um (laughs) i'm terrified that we're gonna have zero audience on our soundcloud uh after this but um, no, uh, thank you for bearing with us. Of course, give a shout out to our sponsor, Underdog Fantasy. Uh, use that promo code TCB, and they'll match your first deposit. I got my two friends into it um, this past weekend. So. Do it, win some money. Yeah, win, win some, some money, money. Win some money. Uh, we are actually um, some changes to our broadcast location here. Uh, it appears as though we are in the middle of uh, no man's land at the Battle of Verdun. You can you can hear the yeah the weird Christmas lights that they put around our yeah. soundboard and microphones. And the reason reminiscent I say, of barbed wire. Yes, yes. Uh, this sounds like the barbed wire entanglements <laughs> um, that the sides would set up. It's it's horrible. Um, yes, it gets in the way. You can tell the people that use this space at our former college uh, don't actually record anything in here and just put it in for show. This is like what the Viet Cong would use in beauty traps. <laughs> this stuff, it's like tripwire. I and and I don't know what to do with it. I don't want to throw it towards Joe. Yeah, but it's hanging around my knees and it's just—it's very much in the way. It's so. horrible. My the the, the mouse. Look at the, the mouse is all tangled up in it. Uh, this is what happens when we're not, when we're literally when we're not here for thirty days. Um, it turns into a war zone. There's it something new every time. There really is some new decorations. That there is a foreign flash drive. That somebody left behind. Luckily, I I have my uh, one terabyte hard drive that right. I'm extremely proud of that I purchased um, that holds all of these shows. Uh, but no, it's 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 good to be back. Good to be back behind the microphone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you had your work marathon yes. going on. Then when your work marathon ended, I got COVID. Yes. So we couldn't do that for. A good 10 days, and then the Sabres season got shut down for yep. a little bit, so obviously we're not going to mm-hmm. talk about the Sabres when nothing's going on. There was nothing to do. Yeah, so I, yeah, again, we apologize. Apologies, but, but thank you we're for, back now. for anticipating <clears throat> the return. Um, apologies to those of you who thought we were dead or something. 
Um, <laughs> but um, no, I I have COVID inside of me right now. I yes. got boost, I got boosterized yesterday. Mm-hmm. COVID has penetrated me, and I and is inside me at the moment. But I don't think it is enough. I don't think the viral load is enough to transfer. I don't believe so. Not like I could get it anyways. Right. Or you're, 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 you have natural immunity at the moment. For the time being. Yep, correct. For the time being. Um, so enough about us, I think. Um, now on to the what's important here. Right. Well, the reason we're all here, the main event, uh, Sabres back in action yesterday. Oh, before we get into that, I'm yeah. just noticing that microphone number four in our studio, the wire has been cut. Oh, so. that's great. <laughs> That's great. They, see, it is a war zone. They brought in the bomb squad to cut a wire. That's <laughs> great. Oh, my God. Yeah, anyways, the Sabres. So they find, after a long pause, what was it, like 12 days, 12 days off, they back in action yesterday against Lindy Ruff and the New Jersey Devils. I went to the game yesterday. It was a nice Christmas present. Went with my brother as well as four of my cousins and we all That's sat nice. in a row with each other it was a good time loud rowdy environment too mm-hmm. i don't know yeah you watched the game but i was up in the 300s and in the corner there was one person doing like the rick flair yeah. woo, woo over and over mm-hmm. and it was so obnoxious mm-hmm. and then a lot of people started doing it it was like specifically in the second period when the, the like right at the beginning when thompson had those goals and very annoying, but you know, love a good rowdy environment. The that, wave. Wow. I've never heard the. I've never heard the woo at um. Yeah, I've I've been games. to my fair share of games. I've never seen this before. <laughs> I'm assuming it might catch on though. Maybe it could. Well, you know what? Uh, the WWE is in town tonight for a live event. I wonder if they're uh, going to that and are just getting hyped up, Maybe. warming up their vocal cords, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Um, it was definitely, definitely the most packed, and I'm saying most packed very loosely here because it still looked like a ghost town, but 11,000 people in the stands, I believe. That's got to be the largest crowd since Oh, yeah. Night. Yeah. Because uh, I think um, 9,000 a couple weeks ago when it's Montreal, or might get against Boston, was the largest crowd at that mm. point. Well, I went to the home opener, and it it was like half the crowd that was there yesterday. The 300s were very filled. Like my section, I was in 314. Like I looked behind me, I was in row two. Mm-hmm. Like basically the whole section was filled. Wow. The entire section. Like if you looked just at that section, you would assume this was a sold-out crowd. Mm-hmm. But obviously with the more expensive tickets and the lower bowl, like if you were watching that game on TV, it probably looked like a ghost town. Yeah. But the 300... Well, Usually the games that I've been to, like the one we went to, 300s were very empty. Um, that really wasn't the case this time around. Well, it, it, I, I don't know if these games would be included in this, but uh, you would think the post-Christmas, right? Maybe people get tickets for Christmas. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's some people out there. Uh, yeah, people like people are probably excited about the call-ups. Yeah, yes. I, from and what we'll I hear, the too. secondary market, the tickets are pretty expensive. Yeah. Uh, but um, hey, all in all, in regards to the game, you're missing 11 players who should be in the lineup. I think yeah, it was. There was probably half um, of them were out with COVID. Half of those 11 injured. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, losing four three, it's against a Devils team that's mm-hmm. coming off a six game losing streak. But uh, I mean, hey, that's 
that's a good effort. Yeah, it wasn't a great game, but the second period was pretty good. Um, obviously, like I was at the game, I was with family, so I didn't wasn't really watching extremely closely as if I would when I was watching on TV. Um, but I thought Tage Thompson looked fantastic. He's been yeah. such a great revelation mm-hmm. this season playing center. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think of Peyton Krebs? I thought he was fine. Yeah, I, I, he was I, fine. I didn't think he did a whole lot. But no, but I mean, uh, he didn't play as much as yeah. Um, he third line minutes. Yeah, third line minutes. Not the greatest so, line mates. No. So I mean, JJ Paterka had Alex Tuck and uh, Tage Thompson and, and, and Tage Thompson to work with. So uh, I thought I thought Paterka looked great. I mm-hmm. thought like this kid looks like he will play at any pro level that he wants. Uh, just his skating alone. I didn't know how good of a skater he was. But oh, he was, yeah, he was zipping around uh, out there. And I, I saw on the Charger Buffalo um, uh, Twitter DM that he had very good advanced stats or analytics last night. So yes, um, that's promising. Uh, fifty-seven. For anyone out there who doesn't know, uh, fifty-seven CF percentage. What's that? Is that I, Corsi? Corsi four or Corsi something, four, something like so. that? Yeah, apparently that pretty good um yeah i thought he, i thought he, he he looked good though um yeah uh i saw i was listening to wgr this morning and paul hamilton was saying that he looked nervous and had a bad game i i didn't think i didn't get that impression at all i thought he played pretty well for himself no, I, I remember there was a couple times where he like slipped up a little bit there but. you know what there was one thing i noticed and it was uh breaking out of our our own end um it it was just like a, a, a routine like tape to tape pass right would have been going to Tage, uh, but it went a little like to the heel of Tage's stick and kind of held him up a little bit. So yeah, I thought just he, a little thing like that. I thought he looked he didn't look out of place. I don't think Krebs no. looked out of place either, but I would have liked to see a little more out of Krebs. Yeah, so we'll probably see a little bit more at least in our game or two of Paterka, I'd imagine. Well, probably tonight against yeah. the Islanders. That's right, uh, a winnable game. Um, very winnable with how the Islanders are playing this year, uh, but no, I I was I was perfectly fine with with Paterka's game. Maybe I'm biased because maybe it looks like Pierre Turgeon out there and uh, and Alexander Mogilny, and, number yeah, eighty nine, yeah. Alex Tuck. Yes, yes. He oh man, mm-hmm. I'm excited about Alex Tuck. He he's gonna be really good for this team. Like I've going back oh. to 2014, I always wanted this guy on the team i remember there were rumors that murray was trying to get a third first round pick i was hoping for him or sonny milano and milano was breaking out this year but alex tuck he would have been great and the fact that he's from the area sort of syracuse native grew up a sabers fan i don't know how this felt being there live but uh he is certainly one to throw around the body. Oh yeah, and he he was just he was throwing checks that guys on his team would not otherwise have thrown, and mm-hmm. you could hear it. Uh, his first check that he threw, yeah, which very, was just very big reaction from the crowd early in the first period. It wasn't like I think that's that's the checking detail that Ralph Kruger would always talk about, or Housley. That, yeah, that that perhaps um, our our guys didn't get oh with yeah him, but no like tuck just throws his body and they're big hits not they're just like hits. a little drive by oh how you doing and he's a big body he, you know yeah. he's a he's a thick body uh so that was really refreshing to see i mean it looked like i've been watching 
in in the in the COVID pause, I've been watching like full games of the the playoff teams, mm-hmm. and like just the physicality that that those teams had, and it reminded me of that um, a little bit, a little bit of like the Brian Campbell type. You remember uh, when Wayne Simmons' first game, one out of four, that first game when he got here, yeah, he was throwing the big hits. Kind of felt like that. Mm-hmm. But like obviously more exciting, and that's what I, I don't know. This team has lacked a a like real power forward. Yes, for absolutely. For a long time now. When was the last time they had a player like Alex Tuck? And we've been talking about the need for a real power forward for years at this point, like someone who is good at hockey can hit, mm-hmm. can someone who's fast, someone boom. someone who plays the physical style of game that can actually play hockey. Right. Like, not a Tom Wilson, like someone like Tom Wilson, but not a scumbag. And I think Alex Tuck is a perfect example of that. I don't, man, I don't, I don't know so much. When I think of power forward on the Sabres, I think of Mike Greer. Yeah. But, like, he, he you know, I don't think, I'm not sure if he had Tuck the Tuck is obviously ability. a much better player than Yeah, Greer. he didn't have the skating ability, of course, and the, the scoring <laughs> ability. But, uh, I don't know, that, honest to God, I feel like that might be... Uh, unless there's someone on the the 07 team that I'm not thinking of, I can't. Evander, Paul Gostad, Evander Kane, to oh, some yeah, certain Kane, extent. Maybe, yeah, Paul Gostad, I think, mm-hmm. though might be the most recent dead ringer. Didn't have the scoring, but was a yeah. power forward. Absolutely. Yeah, Tuck is yeah. gonna be great. He's gonna be great for the community. He's gonna be going to go play street hockey with little kids mm-hmm. in the roads. He's gonna be going to visit the hospital probably. Visiting cancer patients. Like, he's going to be great for the community. He's going to help, I don't know, I don't want to say grow the game, but fan. he's going to be a fan favorite. He's already a fan favorite. I saw a lot of Alex Tuck jerseys in the stands yesterday. There was one right in the front row? Yeah, I saw a lot of them yesterday. And another great thing, he's signed for like four or five more years, which is great, at below $5 million as well. He just seems like a guy that's going to stay forever. He's going to be here for a very long time. Probably towards the end of his contract is when the Sabres are going to be a little cap-strapped. I don't know him personally, but he just seems like a guy that's going to be taking like team-friendly deals, like one-year deals at a time, team-friendly, mm-hmm. make sure he stays here. Because it seems like he loves it here. That's great. It was very exciting. Uh, man, I don't... Just seeing that little sneak peek of the future, of what's coming. Uh, excuse me. I don't remember the last time like we had that many young guys in the lineup. Maybe like opening day 15-16, right? Yeah. I mean, you had your Reinhardt, you had your Eichel. Um, yeah, Reinhardt, Eichel, O'Reilly, Kane, Leonard. Yeah. Like you had all those new guys, yeah, fresh and, and blood. And this the, time, I mean, the... you had you had Lucan in and not even. You had Alex Tuck debuting, Peyton Krebs debuting, uh, J.J. Paterka. Quinn uh, would have been there if he didn't have mono. Yeah, Casey Fitzgerald. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, p- people may have been waiting to see him in the NHL for a little while. I mean, he was drafted way back in the day. Yeah, um, back in 2016 in the Buffalo draft. And he hasn't looked terrible. Yeah, I thought yeah. his first game way back when mm-hmm. he had that fight, uh, I thought he looked pretty good there. I didn't notice, like, when you're talking about a defenseman like Fitzgerald, if you don't notice him, that's probably pretty good. I didn't really no, no. notice him much at all yesterday. No. Uh, so, uh, yeah. They they got largely outplayed in the first and third periods. Uh, second period was fun because mm-hmm. Tage Thompson had the two goals. Tuck got his first point as a saber. Um, 
but whatever. I'm I'm looking forward to tonight's game. I'm excited yep. for it. Uh, I don't think I don't know if there's Thursday night football on to compete with it. I don't think so. I don't know. I'll have to check that. But uh, no, I'm looking forward to tonight. Well, while I had COVID, uh, I found out the night that night of the Capitals game. I believe I think they lost in a shootout. I want to say. But that whole stretch where I was in isolation, very good hockey. Uh, Uko Pekalukinen, he's been fantastic. Uh, very, I don't want to say a nice surprise, but they needed to see what he had. That's part of the reason why I wanted him to make the team out of camp. At his age, it's now or never. And he's taken advantage of that with all of the injuries. Tokarski had COVID. Uh, Subban got hurt. Anderson's hurt. Aaron Dell can't stop a beach ball. Like he really took advantage of this opportunity. And who knows if things would have been different if he made the team out of camp. Um, but he went down to Rochester, played decently, and I'd say he's playing much better up here than when he was in Rochester. But for the most part, the thing I've noticed, I mean, not yesterday, not standing, uh. Gives up two goals pretty quickly and then shuts the door the rest of the game. Yeah, is that a good observation? Do you? Yeah. 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 Right. Uh, I, you know, I think the, the word you're hearing a lot is stability. He's brought stability. I'd say so. Uh, which I mean, with what this team was getting, uh, that that's a blessing, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. Just average NHL goaltending. Yeah, it's competent. Competent goaltending, which something that they haven't had since the beginning of the season when Anderson was here. We're talking in six games, a 9-3-2 save percentage. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Very good, mm-hmm. I would even say. Um, yeah, I'd keep rolling with him. Even when Anderson comes back, I would just keep rolling Lukanen out there. Also, the taxi squad is back until the All-Star break, at least. I would imagine that that extends till the end of the season. But you can carry three goalies now. Who would be your three goalies, assuming Craig Anderson does come back? I would stick with Lukanen, because why not mm-hmm. at this point? Like you said, it's he, er- he earned it. It's he, not He's here yes. to stay. Like you said, it's now or never, and also he earned it. I mean, he's been good. Uh, if he's back, Dustin Tokarski. And... So you would send Subban down? Uh... Yeah, because I got. I mean, if, if we're hoping Anderson is back, then yes, I'd want him. I feel like Anderson's not going to come back. I, He's still right. listed as month to month. I feel like Anderson's <laughs> not coming back, so I think I would go Lukanen, Tukarski, and uh, Subban. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Assuming Don't want Dell back on the team. Yeah, Aaron Dell can stay in Rochester for all I care. <laughs> uh, what else has gone on, really? Lukanen look is look good. Um, hey, how about an acknowledgement of uh, Ethan Prow? Yeah, good for him. First goal in his first NHL game. Twenty nine years old. Twenty nine years. I old. I thought he looked okay. He looked all right. I I had him his his uh, page brought up here, but uh, last year played with Minchin in the DEL, the German league. Uh, before that, is that a Paterka's team? Oh, I don't know. Let's see. Because that would have been it last year, right? Yeah. He was actually on loan there. Yeah, he was with J.J. Uh, Paterka's team. He was on Paterka's team. Yep. Mm. Look at the, Wow, that is strange. I bet they exchanged some friendly words. Both of them playing their first NHL games. Good That's for them. That's right. That's right. So, uh, 
yeah, quite quite the journey for uh, Ethan Prow uh, last year. He was with Florida, Pittsburgh, right, if I'm going off the top of my head. Yeah, going off of the the affiliate list here, uh, Wilkes-Barre Scranton in the AHL and a game in the EHL, the CHL with with the Wheeling Nailers, one of the great names in sports. (laughs) Uh, And then um, 18-19... Well, 1920, he went to uh, Springfield, which is... Is that Tampa? I think at that time it was probably Florida's. Or no, is Syracuse Crunch still around? Syracuse's Tampa's. Originally, when Springfield became the Thunderbirds, it was Florida, but I think oh, now wait. Springfield is St. Louis's. Pretty sure. It looks like... Oh, there's like I don't know. Well, get this, okay? Spring, yeah, Springfield. I'm pretty sure has been like a merged team. Yeah, they as have. Of late. They have players. Uh, well, that was last year. Let's yeah, let's look into this. Hang on, let's see. There's yeah, St. Louis like now. The Blues. Yeah, there's St. Louis. St. Louis and Minnesota. It looks like share them. Okay. Minnesota has one player down there. Interesting. Yeah, but uh, uh what were we on about again? Uh, Ethan Prow. Ethan Prow. Yeah, a long journey through the minors and finally getting a shot here. I mean, he's played a lot of professional hockey, played college hockey. Uh, that's the kind of guy that will eventually get a shot in the league. And 29 years old, mm-hmm. got his chance and scored. I didn't see the goal. I need to go back and watch it. That's... Yeah, it was like right in front of the net. Mm-hmm. Got up in the play, jammed it in. Good. So, nice little goal for him. Good for him. Good. Take advantage of it. Yeah. Uh, going back, way back to like that little stretch of games in the Kopekalukinen starter era, I guess you can call it. Uh, I thought they looked pretty good. Uh, I'm trying to remember like some standouts. I had Dylan Cousins before he got COVID. He was really good. He's yeah, definitely he, stepping uh, it up. He had a two goal game in there, I think. I believe somewhere. So. Mm-hmm. Man, it's been so long ago. Yeah, it feels like forever ago, but yeah. I thought Cousins has looked good. Lukanen, obviously, very good. Mm-hmm. Thompson has been on like a little bit of was on a little bit of a goal drought, but I guess I that was, was due due to drop. injury. He was mm. dealing with something. Going back to that first game that got postponed, I guess he was already dealing with something. He probably wasn't even going to play in that game. Yeah. So, yeah, obviously he was still playing pretty well, but wasn't scoring. Mm-hmm. So good to know that it was due to injury and not. Him, his play falling back. Victor Olofsson. Been a long time since he scored a goal. You don't really notice him as much anymore. Obviously, he had that injury. I forget what it was, but he was dealing with an injury. He was out for a little bit. I wonder if he came back too soon, mm. and he's probably still dealing with it because you don't it's see him, you don't really see him shoot anymore. Uh, he in the beginning of the season he looked dynamic. He looked great. He's probably their best player in the beginning of the season, arguably. And it, we're just not seeing that same Victor Olofsson anymore. I wonder what's going on. Well, he's a goal scorer. Goal scorers are streaky. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's 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 their main trait. Uh, he doesn't do much else. Not scoring on the power play either. No one's really scoring on the power play, to be fair. Right. But, but no, Olofsson, I mean, uh, I'm giving him a break. Uh, he is, I think, I said this in our last show, you know, he, he's one of our few really good players. And... Uh, Maybe cut him a little bit of slack. I, I certainly am. Contract year for him, though. That's right. Yeah. Uh, he'll, he'll, he'll get a contract. I, I'd say 
you know, we'll revisit it at one of our end of the year shows, mm-hmm. I'm sure. But uh, maybe three years, you know. We'll, I don't think I would give him more than three. Nah, no, not at this point. Not at this point. Yeah, I think a, a bridge deal, two or three year. Three years, I'd go six million. Six, for, yeah, I mean, they got to pay. The they got to pay someone. You have the money. Uh, no, I don't know. He, Olsen will be fine. I think. I thought. I thought he looked fine yesterday. Um, listen, as long as he can move the puck on this team, right, and uh, create some chances, then then you're and you don't make mistakes. You know, he doesn't really make many mistakes. Uh, then then I'm fine. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I, Olsen will be fine. I hope so. Yeah. I have his jersey. Do you? Yes, I do. 68. Hmm. I Is the Islanders game here? Or? It's uh, in the new new arena in oh, Belmont. Yes, arena. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that means we get to see truly. I can't get the image of Pierre Turgeon and Alex McGillney. I know they weren't teammates in Buffalo. I don't think they were. But they were both here. They both wore that jersey. And I can't get the image out of my mind, and I want to see 77 and 89 in that white away again. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm so excited for that. But uh, Let's uh, see if they ever play together. Bold prediction for tonight. J.J. Paterka scores. Is that bold? I, I think so. I hope so. It, I'm really disappointed that Jack Quinn isn't up here right now. That really sucks that he it got sucks. sick. It sucks. I know. He was playing so well, and I really hope that it, this doesn't like cause him to not be the same player anymore because you always see like timothy lilligren comes to mind like when he got mono in his draft year and his he was supposed to be a top five pick and his stock plummeted like that happens a lot with players that get mono so i'm really worried that quinn is gonna slip a little bit here and you know he's playing so well he's arguably one of the top players in the american hockey league so i'm really hoping that he comes back here well, uh, no, seeing Quinn would have been uh, really cool, but uh, how about the, the Americans were ravaged oh, yeah. with call Samuelson and got COVID. COVID as well. A bunch of other guys mm-hmm. did, and now they're losing players to uh, the taxi squad as well. That's right. But they still managed to pull off a, a, a 5-3 victory. Yes, excuse me, 5-3 victory yesterday versus uh, Providence. Uh, uh Going back to something earlier, uh, Alex Mogilny did play with Pierre Turgeon. Okay. Uh, he came over in 89-90. Mogilny okay. did. And Turgeon's last year in Buffalo was the 91-92 season. Really? Yeah, he got traded eight games into the season. Okay. So that makes sense. Okay, yeah. So then LaFontaine came in. and Yeah, so your, your grand visions are yes, correct. Yes, yes. Um. But no, uh, just looking at, at at Rochester's team yesterday, they were short of forward. Their they had some goal. guy in, as the backup. Yeah, they're they're he played in college though. I looked him up this morning. I believe he played in some uh, some college in Rochester. Uh, yeah, it was D three. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, I see a tweet from John Vogel here. Um, Sabers need some extra bodies for the road trip to Long Island tonight. In Boston, so they've added Oscari Loxanen, Brandon Biro, and Ryan McInnes to the taxi to the taxi squad. I would like to see uh, Loxanen Loxanen play over Ethan Prow. Yeah, I yeah, but uh, 
We'll see how many changes they make. I, I'm sure there will be changes given there was a loss, minor changes if anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I'd like to see Paterka stay on that that first line. Paterka was on the first line. Can you believe I, that? <laughs> I was thinking about this yesterday, specifically during the second period when they were looking good. I would just play all the kids. What do you have to lose? Like, they can clearly cut it in the AHL, all of them. Paterka looks great in Rochester. Krebs looks great in Rochester. Quinn looks great in Rochester. Samuelson looks like he's too good for the AHL at the moment. Bring them all up. What do you have to lose? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Especially Hag is out long-term. Will Butcher doesn't have to play. You can easily roll Samuelson on your third pair. Yeah, it could be like uh, 3 4 yeah, just play the kids. When you like, saw the debut of Derek Roy. What do you have to lose? And, yeah. yeah the, exactly. I have the – I'm going to give this to you sometimes. So you can watch it. I have the 0304 yes. like, season in review DVD. Mm-hmm. They used to make these. Fantastic. It's great. I love it. Like They give you like highlights, interviews from the players talking about the season. Like Towards the end, they're like, oh, we're so excited to watch this team next year. Uh, we're going to build that confidence. Of course, the year after was the lockout, but like it was the start of something. Nobody it feels a little similar. What was coming. Yeah. Well, you can start to see what's coming now, I guess mm-hmm. you could say. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to get myself too excited here, but are you, are you pulling up the 0304 yeah, roster? Yeah, 0304 uh, Sabres roster. But yeah, one thing, you know, it's like, listen, we all remember. The Justin Baileys and the Nick Baptistas. This isn't Justin Bailey, Nick Baptiste. Like we say this all the time. This right. feels real. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bailey and it, Baptiste never felt real. You know, like mm-hmm. they did very well in Rochester. Yeah. They did very well, but like you can just tell they can never cut it in Buffalo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I have brought up uh, the O three O four team. No, this was Briere and Drury's first year here, right? Yes. Uh, so, yeah, okay, so not as many young guys were on that team as I thought. Uh, I know Roy Roy was a very big talking point in that DVD. I, this was obviously before I started watching hockey, so my only recollection of this season comes from this DVD yeah, that I used to watch all Der- the time. Derek Roy, uh, 19 points in 49 games that year. Uh, th- man, this team was such a weird, like, hodgepodge of eras. You had Danny <laughs> Briere and Chris Drury and J.P. Dumont and Jochen Hesch and Max Pindiganoff. Baron was here. Yeah, Baron was here. But... Was Baron the starting, starting goalie at this point? Uh, I yes. remember he was a very big yes, he was. point in the DVD. He was. Memory Mika Nornan was the backup. Right, this was the year Mika Nornan scored. Oh yeah, that's yeah. against the Leafs. Uh, but but the thing is, like you think of all those names, and they're so synonymous with uh, the O six guys. And then they're on the same team with Miro Shatan, uh, Alexi Zitnik, oh, Curtis I, I Brown. Zitnik was on this team. James Patrick. Uh, Greer was a trade deadline else? acquisition, I believe. Jeff Gilson was that. a pickup. Yeah, but it's Brad a, Brown maybe. It, it it's it's so strange. Uh, I mean, they finished only four points out of the playoffs. I really? Yeah, huh. I think they had 86 points. I well, I again, off my memory here, horrible start, but they finished strong. Yeah. Uh, that's. But but no, I I, my my point, just looking back, this is like, what a weird blend of eras. <laughs> it's like you had the '99 Cup team pretty much there, like the, the the almost the core of that was Shatan, 
and 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 like Zitnik and uh, obviously, I mean, McKee was there for another year. Uh, but like, and then you go bankrupt. Then you go bankrupt. Tom Gallo, this is the your Tom Galasano saved the Sabers. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna next time I see you, I'm bringing you that DVD yes, so you can do watch it, it. Do it. I gotta find it. Imagine, but... imagine Miro Shatan. Would he have fit in on the 0506 team? I was literally thinking about that yesterday when I was at work. Mm-hmm. Like how things would be different if Miro Shatan would have been on that team. Because Shatan was a 0506, great player. 0506, 35 goals. Yeah, he was a great player. Mm-hmm. I remember after the Olympics and maybe like 2010, he came back and it was on Boston and then he knocked us out. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he had the yeah, he got signed after the Olympics, right? Mhm. Yeah. Uh I we'll, we'll 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 get back on topic of course in a minute, but <laughs> I I see I was I was so excited cuz I wanted to I've been watching so much of you know, like these old Sabres games that I kind of want to just talk about it. Uh and I think it might make people happy to, to you know, think Hear about some good these things. Times. Yeah. Uh but I started watching Game Six from 2011, Sabres Flyers, oh, Easter Day. I I really like to torture myself sometimes yeah. and watch those highlights yes. because they should have won that series. They yeah. absolutely should have won that series lead in the first period, coming out flying, dominating. Michael Layton hadn't played since uh, December. Yeah, uh, they saw all three Philadelphia goalies. Yep, at yep. that time, and Layton, Bobrovsky, and I forget the Brian third Boucher. one, Brian Boucher. Yeah. Yes, uh, but but but. <clears throat> They were interviewing Danny Briere before the game, like in the hallway. They did the mm-hmm. interviews, and I just thought, like, man, D- Danny Briere was still a productive player for like four, seven years after he left the Sabers. Yeah, when well, he was if you, with Montreal, if you think about it, Briere was only like three or four years removed from yes. being on the Sabers at yes. that point. And I'm thinking, like, like this is like, God. this is like so fresh, like. That same time period is like when Ryan O'Reilly was still here. Mm-hmm. You know, like you it's had, crazy. Like, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's like you could have had peak Thomas Vanek still with a a, a veteran Danny Briere, a proven leader. Danny Vanek Briere. was so good yeah. those years too. Uh, a mature Drew Stafford. Like oh man, if if you put oh man, we could have had Briere on that 2011 team. They were gonna keep Drury though. They, Drury was the preference, right? I know Briere was the one who wanted to stay, yeah. but it's it's just like man, and I, I was saying to myself like God, like he could have been on that team. The, the team to today, I, I will d- go to my grave with this. The, t- the they still suck because of July first, two thousand seven. Yeah, yeah. Like, that set them back so like, far. Briere was good for a relatively long time after he left us. Mm-hmm. He was a core player, like especially even I, on that up until the buyout. I would say like he was still. Okay, when he like he when went he to Montreal, Montreal, Colorado conference final with Montreal. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember back in was it twenty thirteen? Yeah, twenty thirteen when he went to Colorado or went to Montreal. Uh, I think Darcy Regeer was talking about them wanting to sign yeah. him. Yeah, that was a rumor. I yeah, do that would have been that, that would have been cool. Oh man, it, that it, was like right at the beginning of the rebuild too. Yeah. Uh, wow. No, it's just you know. Would they have been able to fit them into the salary cap? How much? Obviously, I wasn't really watching that closely, and it was like right at the time when I started watching and paying attention. What were their? How much cap space did they have at that point? Well, the salary would they have cap been was able to fit, really low. Back would they have been able to fit that? Like, if they matched the Philadelphia Briere contract, would they have been able to keep 
that team together. You know, oh, not like the, like they were still not great. They didn't miss. They didn't make the playoffs two years in a row. Right. Well, things could have been a lot worse. I mean, if they didn't get if they didn't match the Vanek offer, we we could be talking about a drought going back to two thousand seven. True. Right. Right. Like I don't think. Um, oh yeah, without Vanek, they probably don't make. Well, they won the division in two thousand ten. Yes. So they and yeah. Vanek was I I guarantee part. he was the leading scorer on that team. Um. Well, you know, let's play devil's advocate here. If they do sign one of Briere injury, they probably can't match the Vanek offer sheet. Briere was the better of the two. Drury mm-hmm. wasn't as effective that long after. I think he retired in 2012. Yeah. Um, and Briere was still scoring. Yeah, like while. maybe maybe they keep Briere, but then you lose Vanek, but at mm-hmm. least you get the picks. There was a year in there we were talking about. Um I wanted to look at uh Oh yeah, I want to see who the leading scorer was on the 2010 team. Well, this this was the Miller Vesna year. Tyler Myers, Myers and Henrik Talinder were great. Thomas Vanek led the team in goals. What did he score 40 this year? Uh 20 only 28 goals in huh, 2009 to <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but was this the Stafford year where he had a the contract year and was dynamite? No, uh, that or was that 2011? Been... Let me see. I remember he was great that year, and then he got the four million dollar contract extension. He had 31 goals in 2010-11. Wasn't there a year though where Stafford had like 40 goals? I don't. I feel like it was a 30 goal year. Hmm. And also, now we're, that we're on the topic of Drew Stafford, this is fun. Like it is going back. The memories. And I, like I this. think the listeners will enjoy it. The Evander Kane trade. What garbage! All around. All right? around. Yeah. All what around. garbage? Mm-hmm. Bogosian. You got that. Oh, but Kane. Like Kane was a good player here. No doubt about it. He was fantastic. Like I thought, Evander Kane, the player, great. But at the time, you did not need to give up all that for Evander Kane. You were building the draft pick stockpile. You gave up a first-round pick. Tyler Myers was a very sought-after player. Like, there were rumors that they could have gotten, like, Mantha from Detroit, Dylan Larkin. Like, they were, they were trying to get that kind of player, but they had to include him in the Kane trade on top of a first-round pick, on top of a rental Drew Stafford, Joel Armia. Mm-hmm. Like, Armia would have been a very useful player for this team. Yeah. Army is still a very useful player, like especially in the playoffs last year. Imagine what they probably could have gotten a second round pick for Drew Stafford. They probably could have. Mm-hmm. What imagine what they could have gotten for Stafford and Myers if these were separate deals. They probably could have gotten a first for Myers, another for you go into that draft with four first round picks or maybe a 2016 first. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. Like I I get trying to speed up the rebuild but it just wasn't the right time and (laughs) sometimes i think like what if they dealt myers and stafford separately i don't know i don't know know, maybe maybe, i don't know how much different things would be but um always fun taking a trip down memory lane yeah all right well i guess we can talk about the current state of the team again (laughs) yes switching back (laughs) <laughs> they didn't, didn't fast forward, unfortunately. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, where do we want to go next? Yeah, let's let's take a look at the schedule coming up. Oh, I want to bring up one more thing. I'm starting to get a little worried that the season's going to get shut down. Really? A little bit. Yeah. Uh, it, it, what do you sports think? Sports as a whole, it's a clown show right now. Well, you look at the World Juniors. World Junior Tournament just got shut down. Mm-hmm. Owen Power, I, I didn't get to watch a whole lot. I watched part of the game where he scored the hat trick. Mm-hmm. He looked great. Um, Matt Vemichkov for Russia looks fantastic. Bedard, four-goal game right before the tournament right. got shut down. Next year's draft is going to be legendary. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so World Junior got shut down. I'm worried. I'm in get the 24th place mode if they decide to do the bubble. Really? Yeah. I think you got to get to 24th place because who knows what's going to happen. Right. Who knows what's going to happen? Mm. We don't know. This could get a whole lot worse. Who knows? Mm. I hadn't thought about that possibility. They're close. They're they're like they are a handful of points away. It really suck if they miss out on a bu- another bubble playoff, another 2014 playoff. I don't know. I'm not saying I think it's going to happen, <laughs> but be awesome. who knows? Who knows? Like this could uh, be their shot of breaking the drought. You you have my playoff hopes up. Get to twenty fourth. Uh huh. I you know it's sad, but I I pray more of these guys get COVID, bring the season down. That's a joke, by the way, folks. <laughs> Don't get offended. Uh, but uh, uh, no man. Wow, hadn't thought about that possibility. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. But just in case, get to 24th place. Right. The race to 24 would be quite exciting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What would you rather have, Shane Wright or 24th place? Ooh, ooh, I'm gonna Shane Wright. Yeah, unless a uh, random, random bubble team wins the draft lottery again. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, that's right. God. Uh, yeah, a lot of things getting shut down. <clears throat> like you said, the World Juniors... I'm very upset about Olympic hockey. Oh, yeah, we got to talk about that. Not being a thing this year. Do you Um, think there's going to be a World Cup on the horizon? Perhaps. I think they they should do it to make up for it, but uh, I don't know. I feel bad for, like, Steven Stamkos, who hasn't gotten a chance to play in the Olympics yet. Yeah. This was probably his last shot. This was probably our last shot of seeing Sidney Crosby and Alex Ovechkin playing at a high level. That's right. At the Olympics. Maybe the Olympics get canceled. Maybe. I mean, that's not out of the realm of possibility. Maybe it gets postponed a year. They had already got postponed, like you said. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they make room next year for the players to go. So you would think not. so. Maybe. Like they wanted, they were going to. Mm-hmm. So, they didn't really want to, but they were going to. So maybe we won't have to wait uh, four years after all. Yeah. I think that would be the best case scenario. Um, well, seeing McKinnon, Crosby, and McDavid on the same team, that would have been great. Mm. <sighs> if a, you remember, Rasmus Dahlin was an Olympian in the in the last Olympics. That That's right. The NHL players didn't yeah. go to. Yeah. His draft well, year, he played in the Olympics. What I wonder now is, let's say the Olympics go on, okay? Is Owen Power going to be an Olympian? I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. Like I'm not really sure. Like who who do they go? Because you remember, Kale McCarr ended up going to the Olympics, and yeah. then he I think that was the year he signed with Colorado. And then what about the uh, uh, like Jake the, Sanderson? The like the college boys. college players. I wonder if they're gonna go. Mm-hmm. 
It's probably well. The Spengler Cup got canceled too, so I right. wonder if the Spengler Cup team is just going to be Team Canada. And I wonder. Really, we're talking like team. Devin Dubnik and Devin Dubnik is what yeah. I was going to say there. The free agent goalie Devin Dubnik will be the uh, the goaltender. I forget who was the goalie last time around. Twenty eighteen. <sighs> I don't know. Uh, or, I have no idea. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe I can find that. Yeah, bring up the the Olympic teams from 20, 2018, right? It just it's just weird. Like I have no desire to watch Olympic hockey if the NHL players aren't there. Like Russia will probably be serviceable at least. At least you have the KHL players, but I doubt that college players are going to end up going, especially with the quarantines. I don't think Power is going to want to miss much time like if he does get COVID and is going to have to be quarantining in China for three to five weeks or whatever it is all right Luke is bringing up the Canadian Olympic team here oh my god (laughs) the goalies in 2018 were Justin Peters Kevin Poulin and Ben Scrivens oh my god Uh, defense Derek Roy was on this team right Yep, he was an assistant captain. Man, it's insane. Mark like, andre Grognani, too, right? Yeah. Yep, yep. He was there. Cody Golubov. Former Sabre training camp invitee. And this is why Germany wound up going to the gold medal game. Yeah. Because of rosters like this. Mason Raymond. Oh, I forgot about him. Look at the... Look at the... Oh, my God. The ages... The average age was... 31 years old. <laughs> Good Lord. Chris Kelly was on the team. He's 41. Bring up the American team. Will Borg? No, was it Borgen? I think Borgen was on this team, the American team. Uh, let's see. Or was it Casey Fitzgerald? Moment. I don't remember. Uh, I remember uh, Ryan Donato. Ryan Donato and one of the Sabres D prospects ended up going. I don't remember if it was Fitzgerald or Borgen. God, Ryan Miller was going to be an assistant coach this year. Yeah. And got robbed of it. Ryan Miller is going to have a job in the Sabres organization oh, someday. Well, you know what? He he actually will be because uh, David Quinn is now – right? I mean – Yeah, I'm, Quinn is the coach. Right. Okay, so um, I mean, maybe if, if the Olympics go on, yeah. Uh, looking at Team USA, David Leggio. Was oh, goalie. Buffalo native. Uh, and Ryan Zapolsky oh, okay. was Never the heard of starting him. goalie. <laughs> um, taking a look at the uh, defense, none of these guys. Well, was was Borgen on the Olympic team? Uh, no, Will Borgen no. Was oh, not okay. There. I don't know what I was thinking then. Maybe I'm thinking of World Juniors. Ryan Donato was Jordan Greenway. You would think this team was better than what Canada had. Mm-hmm. I think. Troy Terry. Did I say that Kale McCarr went to the Olympics? I thought he went. Maybe it was I the world champ. Maybe it was the world championship. Team. I don't remember. Hmm. Maybe I'm wrong. Wow. Man. The, uh, what a... What a <laughs> terrible tournament. And that this might be what lies ahead for us. Uh, I haven't seen anything about like rumored replacement teams. It's going to be more of the same as the last one. Yeah, that really sucks. I was looking forward to it, but I, I completely understand why. Well, maybe I can. They're not going. Spangler Cup here. 
There we go. Let's look up Team Canada Spangler Cup. Let's see. What well, the is. good news for Team China. Now they might have a yep, chance. They may just have a chance at not getting killed. Maybe they'll lose five nothing now instead of thirty nothing. Yeah. Well, the last uh, Spangler Cup team on record was uh, in goal Brendan Burke. <laughs> I wonder. The, oh, that's got to be relation to. Um, What's his face? Uh, Brian Burke. Brian Burke. And what's U Sports? What the hell is that? <laughs> oh, that's like Canadian college. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. He was born in Arizona, '95. Was his dad playing in and for the Coyotes and? Uh... Oh, Sean Sean Burke. Oh yeah. I think Sean Burke might be the he might have a position of uh, leadership for Team Canada, so that makes sense. Okay, uh, Matt Tompkins. And Zach Fukali, who is employed Fukali, yeah. by an NHL team, so he wouldn't be going. Uh, taking a further look at the defensemen, um, nobody of note. Remember, what even is the Spengler Cup? I just, is it just like a tournament for washed up? Okay, it's like a former. Team, it's <laughs> no, it's a tournament of like, it's it's you know, there's Team Canada, then there's also teams from Europe. Oh, okay. uh, Eric Fair played there. It's like a it's like a glorified men's league uh, Interesting. championship. Chris Versteeg, uh, who I thought was Swiss, but we'll ignore that. Uh, yeah, let's take a look um, at the last the last Spangler Cup. If they have the results on here uh, from uh, 2019-20. Yeah, see, so Team Canada. Uh, then there was HC. Achilari Trinac from uh, Chechia, as I mind-blowingly found out. Yeah, I remember I told you that. You had no Chechia. idea. Chechia? Uh, is it Chechia or Chechia? I think... I think uh, Could be either one, but I feel like they'd want you to pronounce it Chechia. I don't know. H.C. Uh, Davos was there. That's a Swiss that's a name. H.C. Ambri Piata. I would assume that's a Swiss team as well. Uh, TPS. We all know TPS. And then a Russian team, uh, Salavat Yoleyev Ufa. Oof, okay. Um, they are in the KHL. Yes. <clears throat> okay. And only six teams. So I wonder if it is a a, a Swiss-hosted tournament. Well, maybe um, they can't have like they can't have an NHL team in there, obviously. So maybe they just mm-hmm. like put a Team Canada together because they can't. Like it's it seems to me kind of like the champion like a a dumbed down version of the Champions Hockey League I guess. Right. Well, how about this? Nineteen twenty four, the very first winner of the Spangler Cup, Oxford University. Interesting. <laughs> very interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all right. Just looking more at those teams. All right. Well, if you're ready, we can get into some questions. Yes. If you don't have anything else that you want to touch on, I don't. All right. Let me just pull that up. Oh. Um. Yeah, man. I've always been fascinated by the uh, Spangler Cup. Okay. First question from our colleague Curtis at Curtis NHL Draft. Check him out. Does some great work for the Charging Buffalo. Also, future considerations. And Future of the 716, co-host with Austin Broad of the Future of the 716 podcast. Check that out. They do a great job. Who are the three or four starting left-handed defensemen in Buffalo next year? Two-part question here. And will Cody Eakin get traded? 
Uh, I can answer the second part. Okay. I think, yes, Cody Eakin is a leading candidate to be traded. I feel like he's been much better this year. I don't want to say he's good, but I think he's been much better. Yes. I think if you retain a little bit of salary there, a team will give you like a fourth round pick. Edmonton. Uh, As far as the first question, starting left-handed defenseman in Buffalo next year, I'm pretty confident that it's going to be Owen Power, Rasmus Dahlin, and Matias Samuelson. And I think they're going to keep Robert Hag and sign him to a one- or two-year deal, and he'll be their depth defenseman. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right, right? Yeah. yeah, I think so. Now, when we talk about the right-handed defenseman, that's another story. Because you got Henry Yokiharu. Oh, I forgot about Jacob Bryson. Mm. Maybe Bryson is your extra defenseman, and Samuelson is a third Still a pair. big fan of him. Okay, well, yeah. Now, that throws a, a wrench into the plans here. Um I'd probably go, now that I think of Bryson, that Hag will not be re-signed. Mm-hmm. Bryson will be the guy who the comes in. Guy. Yeah. The, yeah, the. Now on the right side, you got Yoki Haru who's signed. Mark Pesic, I think they're going to sign him. I think they I should they sign do. him. I hope they do. He plays well with everyone that he plays with. Uh, no matter what partner, he improves their game. I would keep him. I would put Owen Power with him. I am Mark Pesic's biggest fan in the NHL. I think he would blend right in on a championship team. Mm-hmm. He's just a smart player. He's a good player. He's versatile. Uh, I love Mark Pesic. I think Darlene and Yoki Hari are playing great together. You can keep them together. Uh, you can put power with Pesic. You can put Samuelson with Pesic. I think that would be a great pair. Like You can put Pesic on any, with any one of those three left shot defensemen, and I think it would be a great pair. That's right. With power... You're going to need a, a vet, I think. I'd want a vet. Yeah, they need, if it's not Pesic, I think they should sign a veteran defenseman. Troy mm-hmm. Stetcher is going to be mm-hmm. a free agent. They played together at the World Championships. I feel like he would be, he'd be cheap, mm-hmm. probably. He's not having the best year in Detroit. I think he'd be a good acquisition if they're not trying to break the bank on anyone. But I think it's important for this team to get two veteran defensemen, one of them being Pesic for next year. Thank you for that question, Curtis. Next question from Luke Loshert. Sorry if I am not pronouncing your name right, Luke. What do you think a potential Victor Olofsson trade would look like? Oh, God. I'm not ready to think about that. Uh, I think if you're not getting a first-round pick, Yeah, it him. depends on the time of year. I think if it's deadline time, he's definitely worth a first. It, be it if that's like a protected first or a conditional first. Any first, first. I think, would be yeah. fine. Uh, but um, I wouldn't say he's untouchable by any means, but if a team wants to overpay, no, that's cool. If it's off season, I think you're getting um, maybe like a, is it fair to say a B prospect in a pick? Yeah, it could be. Well, you think about it, we're in the same situation as what Sam Reinhart was if this trade happens in the offseason. So maybe maybe a protected first and something else if it's happening at the deadline. Offseason, you're probably talking like a, like the like a second-round pick, something else, because then he's only a year away from free agency. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you for that, Luke. Uh, next question from friend of the show, Derek Kramer, Derek mm-hmm. Kramer, 49. Why is booty cheeks the best word to mock somebody's play? Uh, well, because I, I think it's just, uh, you can do a lot with booty cheeks. Um, 
obviously there is a positive um, uh, there is a positive connotation to booty chic as well uh, as I like to say uh, sometimes booty can be good uh, but booty is something that you can indeed slap uh, and uh, uh, clap from uh, you can you can <laughs> sorry Joe's reaction got me there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think, uh, listen, it's an equivalent to ass, okay? You're the ass of the week. <laughs> we say, uh, you know, oh, that's ass. But no, I mean, saying something is booty cheeks, it's demoralizing, it's humiliating. I think, Derek, I think the, the thing is with booty cheeks, uh, it's <laughs> almost, you're, you're not giving your adversary, um, any kind of, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, can't uh, dignity. You're not dignifying your enemy if you call them a booty cheek because it's so ridiculous. It's yes. just you're 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 inherently taking the wind out of their sails. It's a sophisticated term when you think about it. I think that's the best, the best uh, segment on our podcast in a very yes. long time. Yes, thank you, Derek. Thank you. Thank you, Derek. I'll see you someday. <laughs> and our last question for this week comes from Sam Corliss. Do you think J.J. Paterka and Peyton Krebs stay up here in Buffalo when the roster is fully healthy, or are they on the taxi squad or sent back to Rochester where they'll actually have playing time? As much as it pains me to say it, I think they'll go down to Rochester. I I, I think they should. Um, the only way to keep them all is by making trades, mm-hmm. and I don't think they're going to do that quite yet. Uh Sticking them on the taxi squad is not a good idea. It's like when remember when Ralph Kruger had Casey Middlestad on the taxi squad when yeah he should have been in Rochester. Well, he should have been playing in Buffalo, but mm-hmm. um, I think it's best for these guys to actually play. Um, so I think they go back down to Rochester. Although I yeah. would play them all. Uh, in 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 in. Uh, forget it. Thought I had something to say, but I lost my train of thought. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you got nothing else, uh, I, I think I've touched on everything that I want to speak on. No, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I have nothing to say. All right. Well, we just want to remind you all to go download the Underdog Fantasy app. Use code TCB to get ten dollars mm-hmm. free. Who doesn't love free money? Exactly. And it could be a lot of free money if you're good at they uh, match these your prop first. Bets. They match your first investment. I believe my friend. Put in a hundred, and I think they matched it. So really? he got a free hundred. Yeah, cool. And he won on his first damn try, and I've won twice. There you go. So shows how much I from am. the horse's mouth. Yep, from the horse's mouth. Download it. What do you have to lose? What do you have to lose? Ten dollars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's fun. You will have fun. Trust mm-hmm. me. Yeah, it's very fun. Mm-hmm. Download it. Yep. Uh, follow the charging buffalo. I'm assuming yes. you all are. But mm-hmm. if you're not, what are you doing? Mm. great content on the horizon mm-hmm. lots of good things planned live tweeting during games mm-hmm. some good insight. breaking news mm-hmm. great graphics mm-hmm. all those graphics those are all done by the tcb boys mm-hmm. those aren't Absolutely. those aren't outsourced yeah so follow that uh go check out the other wonderful podcasts on the charging buffalo podcast network all great great podcasts and Follow us, our own Twitter as well, at C-O 
underscore TCB underscore pod. Follow us there. Uh, we'll hopefully be bringing you more episodes from week to week. We'll be back next week, hopefully, as well, barring any COVID shutdowns. And we're also on Twitter, JoeTCBNHL, LVKETCB. Well, you know what we might hope for? Um, the building that we record below, hopefully it don't go all remote. True. And block people from coming in. If that's the case, uh, expect some uh, lower audio quality Zoom um, episodes. But I think I think we should be fine. We I should think be there's okay. a vaccine mandate here. Or damn well Hopefully. should be. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. All right. So appreciate you all for listening. Again, sorry for the delays, but we're going to try our best to bring more consistency here. Mm-hmm. Hope you all have a great day. Hope you all had a great holiday. Happy New Year to each and every one of you. Yes. Uh, all, what's that, what's that song? All, all in Zai, uh. I have no idea. Old Lane Zai or whatever. Uh, someone out there will know what I'm talking about. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm talking about. There we go. Hope you all have a great day. Thank you all for listening. Goodbye.